Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After a tough overtime loss yesterday, um, lots to talk about. We got Schmaltz, two goals, Lawson Kraus, like he never was not scoring. Logan Cooley, another point. So much to get into. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. We got Craig calling in from Mullet Arena in just a little bit. Danielle's behind the Mac. Petey. I'm throwing it right on you. Just kidding. I can do the 30-second summary. Do you want me yeah, to do Do you it? want to do the 30-second summary today? I think it's your turn. I'll do the 30-second summary. All right. So right off the top, we got Nick Schmaltz gets a penalty shot after a Montreal player covers the, the puck with his glove in the crease. He gets a penalty shot, scores his third goal of the season. Um, later on, Coyote's getting severely outshot at the beginning and the second. They turn it on. They turn it around. And Lawson Krause scores on an unreal pass from Matias Michelli um, and get things going. I'm completely skipping over any Montreal goal because, frankly, I don't care. In the, th- in the third period, um, Keller takes a stupid, stupid, stupid penalty in which the Montreal Canadiens capitalize and score on their power play. But then Nick Schmaltz says, don't worry, I got us on our backs and scores a power play goal um, to win the game for the Coyotes' final score of 3-2. to two. See, I like the summary and I think the show could be over now. I think so too. I also like the part where I skip over most of the yeah. goals against. Yeah. And, and I, and I think it just seemed like a lot of fun. This is, this is funny because this game started off. You talked about, you talked about the shots on goal and in with this, uh, it, it looked like a back to back for the Coyotes. And it was that first 10 minutes was awful. They were outshot eight to one, nine to one. It was really bad, and Montreal was skating better than I thought they would after three days in the desert. Um, I like to think the Schmaltz penalty shot goal got them back. By the way, is did he go in slow? It's just a, the, the, some of those high skill guys just go in slow. Just I want to see guys just buzz, just go as fast as you can go. I know. But after that, after after he scores, I think the Coyotes started to get their feet under, underneath them. And by the second period, I, I thought they started to play pretty well together. Um, and, and they started to connect offensively a little better than they had in the first. I, they were in trouble in the first, but this is one of those things when you're playing back-to-back, you just have to survive that first period. And they did. And they get through the first period 1-1, and I, and I thought they were going to be okay. Um, 
it was it was just a uh, maybe it was just me that thought it was but i thought it was a really messy game like sloppy and choppy and it wasn't not a lot of flow there's a lot of turnovers it was just a really poorly executed game on both sides um so it wasn't it didn't seem smooth and fast it was just choppy maybe it was just me yeah, I will say tonight felt like the result of what last night could have been if it had gone the Coyotes' way. Like, it it almost, I mean, it was a 3-2 loss last night, a 3-2 win tonight. Um, th- things just seemed to be clicking a little bit more for the Coyotes offensively. Um, there were some... There were some ups and downs at, for sure, absolutely. But, yeah, I would agree with you a little bit. But you doesn't matter if it's your smoothest, best game or... A choppy game like tonight, you got to find a way to win. And that's what the Coyotes did tonight. And we finally had the top line step it up. I think I messaged the Discord at one point. The top line was cooking, especially in the second period, the second half of the second period. They really turned it on. They had so many chances, so many shots. I think you look at the shots on goals. Goal tonight, Nick Schmaltz had five. Clayton Keller had six shots on goal. Um, So... They they wanted it. Lawson Krause had four shots on goal, and then Valamaki also had he had four. Matt Dumba had four. So you're starting to see, um, you know, the guys that you need to be contributing contribute, and that was something that's kind of been missing from the last couple games. Yeah, the last last two games that top line disappeared, and I thought tonight it was good to see Keller and Schmaltz really get back into that rhythm and that where they were able to make passes together, and they looked really strong offensively. Barrett Hayton, no shots on goal, and 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 again, it's. I, I felt the lines tonight were a little jumbled and because they were, and this is the first time Andre went 11 and seven. And we, I know we talk about a, a lot about the 11 and seven. And one of the things it does is it gets your top players more ice time and, and your top players. Keller played 19 over 19 minutes. Schmaltz plays over 19 minutes. But the one guy that I think suffered the most from this was Logan Cooley who who he plays 13 minutes and a lot of that time he's playing with different wingers every time and like he was out there with O'Brien and Carconi and and, and Michelli once and Michelli and Carconi and I I don't know if he could find his rhythm because I thought the lines the two lines that stayed together were the Bukestead line and the Keller line and I thought they had momentum and I thought both those lines looked better because they're in sync and they're playing together all the time um so it, it was just I think it's going to take these players time to get back into that 11-7 rhythm if that's the way they're going to go a little more frequently but to your point really positive for Keller and Schmaltz they looked outstanding together between the pipes and the shots that they had on net those two were really really effective yeah absolutely um by the way I need to correct myself I misspoke it was a 4-3 game last night um not a not a 3-2 game but I just wanted to correct myself um but they felt similar one goal one goal games um for sure so well we have a lot to dive into let's start with the numbers um in this one because the coyotes outshot the canadians 36 to 32 um both teams kind of holding their own in shots but coyotes just had the edge there um both teams successful on their respective power plays coyotes one for four montreal one for five face-offs uh, montreal actually dominated in face-offs um, but shot attempts, the Coyotes dominated here, 73 shot attempts to the Canadians' 57 shot attempts. So I, I just felt like they were buzzing a little bit more tonight, Petey. 
Yeah, the one thing that jumped out at me there, Lee, is the, is the shots on goal, especially for the start that this team had and how poor they were doing at getting pucks to the net early, turning pucks over just horrifically in the defensive zone and through the neutral zone, which really led to that dis- disparity in shots. So for them to be able to come back, completely spin that around, and that all happens in the second period. They outshot Montreal 19-10 to 10 in the second, and you really felt that momentum coming every time Keller and Schmaltz got on the ice. And that's really when that push came, is when the top line was on the ice. So I, I was surprised that they were able to come back. And again, this is it, it's good to see a team win in different ways. You know, somebody against Chicago, they win where everything's going in tonight. They had a tough start, but they still find a way to, to, to come through and get a win. So I think it's important when you want to be a team that's fighting for the playoffs, you need to learn to win in different ways. I, I you know, you've got to win games where your goaltender saves. You got to win games where your power plays great. You got to win games where you sucked and the other team is better than you, but you found a way to win. Today, I thought this team was the better team for two periods. I, I don't think they were the first period. Um, so I was excited to see that. And we'll, I know we're going to talk about a lot of things as this game goes on, but one of the big calls of the game was by the video guy. Yeah, and I was about changes. to say that could have completely changed the momentum of the game. That was a huge win for the Coyotes in the in the first period. Like j- oh. to get out of the first period, like you said, it wasn't their best period to get out of it 1-1 because when it was 2-1, I thought like they can't go into the second down a goal like it's just not going to be good and clearly it wasn't it was a one goal win for the coyotes if that goal had counted we could have been in another 4-3 overtime situation like last night um so yeah you're you're uh big shout out to hunter churney on that yeah call because it was he was dead bang on it was a great call um it's just you felt the momentum switch again like it was montreal oh what a goal i thought they defended it so poorly would have been a power play goal for montreal and i, I didn't like the entry um and then all of a sudden it, it, it races and it just it takes this wind out of your sails if you're Montreal it just changed the momentum again and I really think that that was one of the things that sparked this Coyotes team so so again huge huge shout out to Hunter Cherney so uh, again that this team they're giving up too many opportunities and on the penalty kill as well I, I thought there were so many mistakes and turnovers but found a way to win Absolutely. I know we're going to talk more about Nick Schmaltz when Craig gets on because he has some obscure stats that I don't even know what they mean. Um, But Nick Schmaltz was great tonight. It felt good to see him back in the action again, like we said, after the top line kind of disappearing from the score sheet. Obviously, the luck on the penalty shot, but then getting that power play goal um, with an assist from Logan Cooley and from Clayton Keller. Um, who get on the score sheet as well. But Nick Schmaltz was just creating a lot of offense tonight, and I think he was the Coyotes' best player on the ice tonight. Yeah, and it's funny because he when he's going, he's he's tough to stop, and he was going tonight where shots were going to the net. He, he bring one off the post. But I wanted to, the point you made about the Logan Cooley pass, I know we've talked on the show, we've talked in the chat, we've talked in the Discord about the power play drop pass. And one thing that they have changed uh, over the last, well, tonight, is Cooley is coming down the left-hand side. So you're going to have to watch this next time. So it's always Schmaltz and Keller going back to be the two guys coming up with speed. But they've had a problem with that left forward being planted at the blue line. Well, Cooley is now coming in that left lane. And I tell you what, he comes all the way back to the red line sometimes even his, his his defensive blue line, and he's coming up with speed, and now Schmaltz gives it right. He, he did it two or three times tonight, where it right to Cooley in the first 
uh, no, it's second period where they, they did it perfectly and Schmoltz just, just misses the net. And again, on that goal, it's an unbelievable entry. Guys going with speed, Cooley to the outside, Schmoltz drives the middle, unbelievable pass for a goal. So I think I'm excited to see the drop pass being much more effective with Logan Cooley being the guy on the left-hand side. So something to look out for, for, for the next game, because that was a really, really nice pass. And, and I think he is going to help these power play entries as this season wears on. Yeah, absolutely. It was interesting because I think um, Andre Tierney pregame was talking about Logan Cooley. We tweeted one of the clips on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes, but just talking about, you know, he was so aware at the beginning of line matchups for Cooley. And and now he's like, now he just, you know, go out. You're the next man up. And, and you kind of get that sense, not just with his general play, but just all the positions that he's putting, getting put in um, and He's felt he it seems like he's a little bit more loose with the puck um, ever since he had the his probably his best game so far against the Blackhawks and then obviously getting his first NHL goal last night. So, yeah, for sure. And, and I think that it, as the season wears on, he's going to have good games. He's going to have bad games. And on a back to back are the ones that's interesting to me for these younger players, these rookies that are finding their way through and, and getting these you know, back to back or three and four nights and see what they have left in the tank. Um, I think there are moments where he was good today. I don't think it was an overall great game for Logan Cooley. And as I don't think he played as well as he did against Chicago. Um, but I think it's going to continue to grow as he continues to get confidence. Absolutely. Um, but I think we we don't have to bury the lead on this one. We can go ahead and name Schmaltz player of the game. He's got that desert dog on, in him with two what? goals tonight, five shots on goal. Um, absolutely electric performance from Nick Schmaltz. And he deserves the desert dog tonight, Petey. You know what he didn't have tonight? What? A smile. He didn't smile. Does he ever, Petey? I don't know, ever? like Christian Dvorak, like, could you show it? I, I, he gave the little fist pump after a celly, so that was kind of exciting, but I think it was a smile. <laughs> Nick, let's, let's see that smile, Nick. I feel like there's so much about Nick Schmaltz, like we hear, oh, he's like karaoke guy. I know. Um, and then. What a golf course. Yeah. Oh. And then you're like, you, you talk to him and you're like, what? <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, but let's let's take a few minutes and talk about Lawson Kraus because he was a guy who had really been struggling to find offense in the start of the season. All of a sudden, the floodgates open. He gets two last night, one tonight. Um, but that goal tonight by Kraus would not have happened without an amazing pass from Matias Michelli. Um, just absolutely unbelievable. Of course, your boy and Nick Bukestad getting the other assist. Um, your thoughts on the Lawson Kraus goal? You know, it, it's good. And we, we said this was going to happen, that he's just waiting to break through and it's going to start to come for him. And, and it, it really showed again tonight. And he did the same thing. He got to the net. But this is all Matias Michelli. And this is why the two have such good chemistry. Michelli passes through three players. Like, I don't know how many guys in the league can make that pass. And I really don't. And I know, you know, they can call us homers and we're, and we're cheering for our home team. But that pass is elite to get that through three sticks nearly on the goal line um, to Lawson Krause. And I think what Lawson Krause is doing now is he's just getting to the net and putting shots on net. And he had four shots on goal again tonight. And I think that's been the biggest difference for him is he needs to continue to get those shots on goal. I am thrilled that he's back on the score sheet because this team needs secondary scoring and it's going to have to come from guys like Krause. And, and Michelli, we talked about what a great pass. He ends up with no shots on goal tonight. And, and I thought there were more opportunities tonight that he passed up 
and not to taking those shots. And and I think again, it's just this team is just finding their way, and they're through ten games, and they're third, third in the central right now. Yeah, someone pointed that, that out in the chat very early on, and I was like, really? It's crazy. Yes, they, it is crazy. And the Vancouver Canucks are third in the Pacific, and the Arizona Coyotes are third in the central behind Dallas and Colorado. Are Heard you of them? kidding me? Heard of them? Heard of them? And not the Minnesota? Nope, not Minnesota. Not Nashville. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not Winnipeg. Um, okay, Leah's Nuggets time. Matias Michelli and Lawson Kraus are now, obviously Lawson Kraus, active point streaks. But Matias Michelli got an assist tonight, and he, he was before tonight and continues on. The longest point streak of his career. So Matias Michelli, he's a he's a cooking. He's a he's cooking. A cookin'. <laughs> That's my favorite phrase of the night. I don't know, I know. why. <laughs> that he's cooking? Yeah. I yeah. like it too. Um also, I have another nugget. This is actually courtesy of you, and I should have said it earlier when we were talking about the Schmaltz penalty shot. Um, so this is actually Petey's nugget. I don't know where you found this, though. It was it was on TV. It was okay. it was okay. Matt, Matt McConnell gave that nugget. Okay, cool. So Nick Schmaltz scores a penalty shot tonight, and he is one of only four Coyotes in history to score on a penalty shot. The others: Lori Korpakowski, Redeem Verbata, and Christian Dvorak. Wow, some 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 shootout specialists included in the penalty shot goals. The Corpedo. I don't think you know Lori Korpakowski. There's another Finn outstanding player so i i remember him do you remember the corpedo so congratulations to nick schmaltz it's a pretty elite group so it's amazing and you know what it just shows how rare that play is it just doesn't happen very much getting a penalty shot during a game are we going to talk penalties at some point because there's one that we need to talk about overweighting i would like to talk about that one with craig but i know people are itching to talk about the penalty on clayton keller and i promise we're going to talk about it because what the actual f um but yeah that again that could have been a a huge turning point in the game as well um especially with the the canadians capitalizing on that one we're also going to talk about slavkovsky a little bit when craig comes on um because there's a really interesting storyline tonight obviously with slavkovsky being the canadians first overall pick in the same year that logan cooley was drafted third so two spots later um and their stats maybe not exactly on the same page this season if you didn't read craig's article earlier today at gophnx.com make sure you go check that out because it's a really good read and he talks to i would say the big three craig button Corey prom and chris peters great quotes from each of them on the whole situation um so that's up right now at gophnx.com and while you're at it become a diehard if you're not already that's my little plug the discord was popping tonight we were cheering when we were cheering we were booing we were making lists that made no sense at caleb um but yeah so it's always a good time in our discord for sure um but as we await craig's arrival um you know, we we did a little restock of the Circle K snack cart today. Still no baked goods. Still no baked goods. Um, but we got the chips. We got the gummy worms. Sometimes you need to. I crushed it up. last night. I, yeah, you I were crushed crushing the, the chips last night. But but I'm at home tonight, so I didn't crush. Yeah, the it's all good. It's all good. Um, but 
Circle K. I, I actually, my gaslight is on. I need to stop at Circle K. Luckily, they're literally everywhere. I see like four just on my drive home from work. Um, and if you're in the inner circle, you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips when you join the inner circle, which is completely free. And all you have to do is download the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. You can visit circlek.com for details. PD, we're out of a wink in the office. But you're home tonight, so I'm curious. Did you have a wink? I I I had a wink tonight after the after the game. I it's, I, I won't sleep tonight. So yes, I have my own personal stock of wink. Okay, but can you tell the people why you love wink so much? <laughs> I do because you know I, I I don't want I I want no calories, no carbohydrates, and I like to have that little bit of wink of THC and CBD. It takes a little bit of the edge off of after a long day of work. And I tell you what, there you can go get it at Sunday Goods. Get it every Friday where it's Bogo right now. Bogo, buy one get one on your winks at Sunday Goods down in Tempe. Did I say Friday Goods? It's Sunday Goods I don't on know, Friday. But I guess it's Friday Goods when you're getting Bogo on a Friday. Yeah. Friday is good at Sunday goods on Wink. So wow. I do like enjoy a little bit of Wink. And now my new thing is I take a little, it's a social drink for me. So I pour it in a glass with ice and you clink it around like you're having a little cocktail. It's fantastic. I highly recommend somebody that's dealing with stress and anxiety that wants to feel part of the social scene. Try a little bit of Wink. So you can get Wink. It's available in either 2.5 milligram or 5 milligram cans. And you can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at all Sunday Goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. You can also save money online by going to Drink Wink. And Wink is spelled W-Y-N-K. And use promo code PHNX for 10% off. All right. Can we... uh, Get ready to bring Craig into the mix. We're doing a, a, a post-game first, three people in this setup, but not a first on this show. Um, but we are very excited to welcome from Mullet Arena, Craig. Let's hope we can hear him, though. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. No. Yep. We can me? hear you. You got me. Oh, I got to get Cody out of my neck here. Yeah. There. Just adjust your camera. Hello, Craig. This is fun. Hello. This is a fun little setup. This is a crazy little setup. Look at this. Look, this is new. I kind of like it. it. I no, do too. As I, I'm looking at this, guys. I got to say, I'm having a bad hair day. <laughs> I, I was going to comment. I was going to say you 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 brought your long-haired wig to the game tonight. Yeah, it, yeah. Last night, this yeah. your hair wasn't this long yesterday, so I'm assuming this is just a different wig. Yeah, I like yeah. to rotate them just to you know, keep it fresh different look each day so and you do look tan too i'm, I'm looking i'm feeling really washed out I, i'm not happy about that oh my little blonde i'm gonna go blonde for the next show just preparing you guys for that okay <laughs> that would really throw me off um craig we've been saving some talking points for you to get here but before we get into those i want to give you a chance to speak on the game as a whole and i know you have some little tidbits on nick schmaltz as well who we awarded the dog in him already yeah, he was he was good tonight, guys, and they needed it. I thought they had a couple off games in their past couple games where that line wasn't just wasn't generating much. They weren't they weren't getting the ozone time that we're used to them seeing that high cycle that they have going. They had that going tonight big time, especially the last two periods. Nick Schmaltz was he was terrific tonight. I, I think I tweeted that expected goals percentage, which was just stupid gaudy. It just showed how much they were controlling play when that line was on the ice and Clayton Keller was good tonight. I don't want to take anything away from them. You probably saw some of the, the little things that Barrett Hayton did tonight that 
are going unnoticed because he can't get on the score sheet and everybody's talking about that. But the puck retrievals, the screens, all the things that he's doing to help this line, that line was really working tonight. I thought Nick Schmaltz was phenomenal tonight. Absolutely. And like we mentioned off the top, kind of, it's really good to see the the top line getting involved again and getting and producing offense because that's been missing. And Lawson Krause, too. Also, the floodgates are open. So glad to see him having success as well. So I sent you guys some post-game audio that I'm sure you'll play after I leave. Uh, He talked about, you know, his struggles. And he said he was just taking advice from Matias Michelli, which was interesting to hear. But he said, you know, Matias is the one passing me the puck, so it's a good idea to listen to him. He just came off that sickness, uh, which he said absolutely knocked him on his ass for a full week. Couldn't even get out of bed. Probably shouldn't have played in the L.A. game, but... He got his first point, so he's like, I, I can't look back at it and say it was a bad idea because at least I got a point. But he was in rough shape for a full week. Now he's going. He's got three goals now. It, it, this could be the start of something for him, and maybe he can pass a little bit of that love to Barrett Hayden and get him going. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was the overall – who did you speak to after the game, and what was the overall takeaway? Lawson Krause and Nick Schmaltz were the uh, the players that we spoke to. And then, of course, we spoke to Andre as well. I think they're pretty satisfied. You know, we hit the 10-game mark, so we probably do this too much. We we segment the season into 10-game sections because 10 We're is nine even... on our punch card. Yeah, well, that, maybe we should try that instead. Just try something different from everybody <laughs> else. so mad. But, <laughs> but anyway, um, we hit the 10-game mark. And when you think about all that the Coyotes have endured with travel, right? They went to Australia. They played every one of their preseason games on the road. They started with a four-game road trip. They had to come back, play a a matinee, then go back on the road again. It's been a tough start for them in terms of the schedule. So to be over 500 at this point of the season, they're pretty happy. Uh, I think I heard you talking about this, PD, a little earlier. They need to – I think we talked about it in the last show, actually – finish out this homestand now, right? You put yourself in a good position. You have two winnable games on this homestand against Winnipeg and against Seattle, Seattle team that's really struggling right now. You have a chance to really set yourself up nicely as you go out on the road for what I believe is a season-long road trip coming up. Yeah, and this is what we said too. You've got teams that we talked about. They're they're sitting in third in the Central Division right now, and you've got Winnipeg Jets are nipping at their heels right now, just a couple of points behind them, and they're coming into Mullet on Saturday. I, I think this is a game if you want to continue to you want to hold serve right now because American Thanksgiving is only a few weeks away. This is a there game is. that really the Coyotes um, compete. Yeah, American Thanksgiving is the cutoff, and American Thanksgiving also has that awful meal that's for oh some reason. Oh my God! You Danielle, our producer, I will likes. fight you I'm over this. It. I'm chirping Danielle. Oh, I can chirp you now too because I know you both like it. My Thanksgiving my is my favorite holiday. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. What about the food? It's the best. I love it. My if I could, ha- never if been I could to have my mom and aunt's things. If I could have my grandma stuffing every single day of the year, I would. I absolutely would. Petey, you got anything on this or are you just going to be there? Nope. I think we should I, save I, this for closer to Thanksgiving. Yeah, and, and we all are, are going to fight for sure. Yeah, okay. Well, we can brawl. We can brawl on this. No, I, I, My, yeah. Go ahead. Not not the time. I, I'll get into it okay. later. All right. <laughs> I'm going to bring up our next topic, um, one we are saving, and it's the penalty on Clayton Keller, or as I like to say, what penalty? <laughs> because that was not a roughing minor. What was that? Uh, they felt what, what they told Andre Turney and Andre Turney was very diplomatic in complimenting the uh, officials for their communication tonight. He didn't say he liked the call, 
because I don't know how you could like the call. They felt he could have avoided the contact, so I guess Clayton Keller should have avoided taking the elbow to his face when he was trying to play the puck. Uh, the guy had the puck, so I have no idea what the officials were thinking. It was a terrible call, and it could have been something that swung this game and let the Canadians win this game. If that had happened, I'm guessing we had a different reaction in the post game. But as he said, they they responded to adversity, liked the way that they just stuck with it. They didn't let that get them get to them mentally. They respond with the power play goal of their own, um, unbelievable play by Logan Cooley and Nick Schmaltz to get behind their men and and. Again, they, they they come away with a win, so it doesn't sting as much. But, yeah, that was a brutal call. I have no idea what they're thinking on that call. I just didn't understand it. Like, I, it was it looked to me like Clayton Keller is trying to get to the puck, and the, the Montreal defender doesn't see him there, and the Montreal defender swings his arms, hits Clayton Keller right in the beak, and Clayton Keller gets two minutes. I, I, I didn't know if I missed something. So That's why uh, nope, I texted I you guys because I was like – what did I just How many angles watch? we saw, and, and we're like, I, I, I truly didn't get it. I, 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 I don't get it. And usually I'm on, well, there was something. No, that was a bad call. I, I just don't understand it. And then Gallagher does get the goal on it. And then, so that, that yeah. to your point, Craig, Gallagher gets, gets a power play goal. Moments after that with Clayton Keller in the box, and you go, oh, oh, this could really swing the momentum of a game of a penalty that shouldn't have been called. So uh, those things do matter. But it, this is what we said about the Coyotes. It, it's, a, it's important for them to learn to win another way. And they did. And, and so good, yeah. for, good for them. And they battled back. And instead of pouting, they, they battled back and they get the win. So I, I, I am, I'm thoroughly impressed 10 games in, I have to admit. I, I am surprised at where this team is at. And if, if not for the mediocrity of the rest of the NHL, this team may be in a different spot. But right now they're yeah. in third. Yeah. I, and I didn't mind either one of these games. The Anaheim game, obviously – they lost. Some some of that's bad breaks. I thought they were the better team. Maybe not a great third period in Anaheim, but I didn't mind these two games from them. Uh, and it's it, it's good to see them bounce back. You had the Chicago win. You had these two efforts after the LA loss, which could have really, really hurt them because that was a really tough loss to swallow. But again, we're at the 10-game mark and this team's over 500. Not going to say it yet. Not going to say it yet, but... They're competitive. They are a very competitive team. And Jason Zucker, as I reported earlier tonight, is going to be back some point on that road trip. Looks like the Nashville game is what Bill Armstrong told me. So, you know, barring any other injuries, they'll, they'll be back to full health as well. Yeah. And that's a big great. piece they're missing. For sure. Mm-hmm. He, he's a piece that I think, and, and Craig, I said this today because they played the 11-7 today. I, I thought Cooley had difficulties getting into his rhythm because he was playing with different line mates so much. I really yep. will feel much better for Logan Cooley having Zucker on his on his left wing. Yeah, I agree with you completely there. That's going to be a big boost for the lineup and, and at a time when they'll need it on that road trip. Two other things that I wanted to talk about, you're probably going to cue me up on these anyway, Leah, so I probably should have shut up. But Connor Ingram, again, um, he's really good. He's really good. He's He's been good every, every game but that one game. So they're, they're just getting consistent goaltending all season. I, I felt way more comfortable with him in that tonight than I did with Veggie last night. Like, just to watch mm-hmm. the goalie, like, swallow rebounds and not be sliding all around i thought he was really good tonight as you mentioned he ended the night with a 938 save percentage stop 30 of 32 he was really solid for the coyotes tonight yeah yeah and then uh something i wrote about today i uh, got a chance to watch uri slutskovsky up close and i don't know what you guys thought but wow uh he just looks like a guy who doesn't belong in the nhl right now he's he's slow-footed you can't make plays with a puck 
doesn't look like he has any confidence. I, I don't understand it. I, you know, I, I was talking to, I don't want to call him out here, but you, you know, where Brad Richardson sits, uh, you know, up on the devil deck right at the end by the Canadians GM box. And he's watching their reaction as, as Slepkowski just makes another bad play after bad play. And they're like, oh, they're getting really frustrated. He's watching them in the box. Well, why do you have him here? What is he doing in the NHL? If you can see it, we can all see it. This kid doesn't belong in the NHL right now. And they're, I, I guess they're worried about hurting his confidence, but is it going to hurt any more than I would what's say, happening like, on the ice right now? Yeah, his confidence probably is hurt more by not succeeding. It's the same. You can make the same argument for Dylan Gunther. And I think the Coyotes made the right decision as you noted in your story today, Craig. Um, And we actually have a side-by-side comparison. Obviously, Slavkoski has one more partial season on Cooley, but if we can pull up the graphic um, in 10 games, games each this season, Logan Cooley has a goal, seven assists for eight points. Slavkoski has zero goals, one assist for one point and is averaging over two fewer minutes um, per game than Logan Cooley. So these are, this is the first overall pick in 2022 and the third overall pick in 2022. Um, and I think yeah, it's a situation that I think Coyotes fans are used to being on the other side of. Again, it's so early in, in their career, so I don't want to like make a passing judgment on Zavkowski, but if we're looking at this snapshot of 10 games as that graphic shows, Cooley's the better player and is looking no question. like the He's better player. No question, he's been more pick. I mean, again, he's, I, I, don't, I don't know where he is after tonight, but he was tied for the rookie scoring lead in, in points. Uh, Slepkowski just, not only is he not producing and does he look awkward on the ice, I'm, and that line's just getting cratered on the ice in terms of possession. They're just, they're not doing anything. And, and I, I remember what Craig Button said in that story. He, he talked about watching him Monday in Vegas where they had Slav on the wall on the power play. They did it again tonight. And talk about a fish out of water. He is not a guy who should be playing with the puck on the half wall. He doesn't know what he's doing. He ended up just coughing up the puck and the, the zone got cleared. It was it was hard to watch, you know, a, a kid like that who, with, with such high expectations being put in situations basically to fail. It's interesting because you, you talked about him on the power play and it's one of the areas where he just, it almost, and I can't believe I'm saying it, it was almost a four on four. Because he was so distant and disengaged from the power play unit, like I, yeah. I don't know if he was he was drifting away trying to find more open ice, but he didn't was not an effective player with the man advantage, and that's where he should flourish when you have all of that room and you have no pressure. That should be your when you can make plays, and it just didn't happen. I, I'm I'm wondering. You know, we talk about overbaking, and the the trend is to get those kids into the league right now and get them playing and get them playing, and sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to go down the American League and be a really really good player there and and I think what's you know what's the long-term goal of this player and where do you see the development of this player and Leah talked about Gunther and Gunther's putting up points down in the American League and they're winning games and he's competitive and he's playing 18 19 20 minutes a game Slavkowski played 14 minutes a game and they're they're not good minutes right now so it'll be interesting to see where this goes over time and then I tell you what in in our five-year anniversary when we're doing this redraft of that draft it'll be interesting (laughs) to see where we put Cooley and Slavkowski a couple more points on this. I wanted to ask you, too, you know, we're talking about his role in the power play. He's a big body, and they wanted to play more physical. Shouldn't he be an net front guy, Petey? Yeah, I don't know if he's got that in his bag of tricks right now, Craig. I, I, I think he, he – I, I don't know if he can. 
I, I don't know if he can play. Like I would, I think his skill shot, he should be a bumper guy or an F front guy. And he, he can't handle it right now. It's just a little bit too deep for him. But it, again, that's okay. Like it, mm-hmm. people develop at a different pace. And if he's going to two or three years down the road, we're going to look back and go, Oh my gosh, the kid can play. It's just right now. So, so what's best for him. And it'll be interesting to see how Montreal continues. Cause this is a team that they're, they're exceeding expectations right now. Like they're, they're battling for the, the playoff spot in the East right now. N- nobody thought that was going to be possible. They have a good start. And I, I don't think that's going to be sustainable for them because a lot of it's been their goaltending, but, but they're going to have to make a decision on him this year. You can't have him waste a year where he's not being, yeah. Productive for this team. Yeah, completely agree. Jake Allen was really good tonight, by the way. But um, he was. Just get the last point on this, comparing him to Cooley. Uh, we 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 spoke with Andre Turney before the game, and Logan Cooley came up. There were there was a huge contingent of Canadian media here, as there usually is. A lot of the interview was conducted in French, but you know they're talking about Logan Cooley in, in comparison to Slavkovsky, and and someone said, so you can develop in the NHL, and and Andre said no. You don't develop. The The point is that Logan Cooley was at a certain level where he belonged in the NHL. He, he has he has those baseline skills. You're watching what he's doing. Yes, there, there are areas for growth. You can grow in the NHL, but he was ready for the NHL. And and after the game tonight, he really complimented. He said, he said what I like most about Logan Cooley was the things that nobody's going to be talking about where he was positionally tonight, his responsibilities, right? Play away from the puck. He was very responsible. He liked all of that tonight. So it's sinking in with Logan Cooley. And again, they're not putting him in a, a crazy pressure, pressure situation. I don't know that Slavkovsky is either. I, I feel like he is. Connor Bedard certainly is. Logan Cooley has a little less pressure on. They're letting him grow slowly, but he's coming along. And, and you heard what Chris Peter said. He's going to figure it out. He did the same thing at the lower levels. He struggled for a little bit. He figured it out. And Chris Peters, who has been on this guy's bandwagon from the start, says, mark my words, he's going to have a big second half. He's going to figure this out, and he's going to make a big impact. Can I can I read my favorite Chris Peters quote from the article? And I think you know what it is. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, if I had to kid- double check that I could actually use it. If there's kids in the car... Turn it off. Okay, this is literally... Chris Peters said this. So he said, quote, he can get into trouble sometimes because um, we'll, we'll do that offensive blue line stuff where he's turning the puck over trying to beat guys. He's competitive when he's in his little fuck you mode. That's actually when he's really good. <laughs> Just unreal. Um, yeah. Unreal quote. And by the way, I did check. So Cooley now leads um, all rookies in points with eight. Mm. And Luke Hughes, Ridley Gregg, and... Pavel Mintyukov are behind him for second in a three-way tie with seven points. So Logan Cooley um, on top of the rookie the rookie point leaders as of right now. Um, and also, I want to acknowledge a comment in the chat. We have Shan from Australia saying, being a fan, fan, the faraway land down under, I was ridiculously impressed with Cooley at the Global Series, and he's continued to impress in the regular series. Shan, I don't know if you're the diehard in our Discord today who joined discord and became a fan of the coyotes because of the global series but if you're someone different hello and we will take all of the australian hockey fans i knew that goal would convert a lot of australians to coyotes fans so that's my uh two cents on the the coolie discussion 
Yeah. I should mention also, I, I think I texted you, but I just want to say it on the air so that people can hear it. Craig Button was w- wondering where you guys were tonight. So he was, he was a little disappointed <laughs> yeah. that you didn't show Craig up. And Button. I told him, you know, they never show up, actually, Craig. They're never here. Craig Button has no idea who I mean. He knows Leah. Like, oh, Leah. No, he does. He's, he's, on, he's been on our show. He knows who you are. He yeah, mentioned bullshit. you by name, buddy. He mentioned you by name. Where yeah, Leah is he? I mean, he did say Leah's name first. Uh, <laughs> he said Leah and that. Who's that grumpy guy that's always with you guys? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, Shan, it's the same person. Well, Shan, we're so happy to have you here. And hopefully you can make some of our uh, later night postgame shows because it's daytime for you. So. Kind of the opposite issue that a lot of our East Coast <laughs> Coyotes fans have. Um, Craig, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we let you go? No, I think that covers it. Uh, I sent you some audio, so hopefully you can hear from some of the players if it's not brutal audio or video, rather. And uh, we'll get ready to turn this around and have a matinee on Saturday again because the Sun Devils are playing at night, so it's another doubleheader of hockey. Absolutely insane. Um, well, Craig... Enjoy uh, enjoy your day tomorrow, and we'll see you on Saturday. All right, guys. See you Saturday. All right. Bye, Craig. See you, Craig. Awesome. Well, we had bye. a very – PD, I know you're, you're at home tonight, but we had a super eventful night here in the studio because the Suns were also playing at the exact same time. They had a 7 o'clock start, too. And let me just say, this was my first time watching a game with Flex. Oh, yeah. How's he? Maybe like, you know, when you go to some places and they offer you earplugs, like if it's going to be too loud, like Flex yes. yells. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Oh, see, I thought, Flex be, I thought Flex would be chill. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Like, no, I was, I, I, I'm Saul was the chill one. That was I'm in the, the same part. boat as you. I thought he was going to be really chill. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't. But it was an experience. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and now that we have the antenna installed in our office, which is great, we can do Suns and Coyotes at the same time. So they were on the middle TV watching on Arizona's Family Sports. It was my first time watching the Arizona's Family Sports broadcast of the Phoenix Suns game. And it was really, really cool to see. I just love that that's an option. Um, So if you haven't watched the Phoenix Suns yet this season, you can do so over at Arizona's Family Sports. You can catch the game on 3TV or Channel 44 with an antenna, with cable, with YouTube TV. It's all there. So wherever you live in Arizona, visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. It's a great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. And Petey, uh, we saw a couple commercials tonight for our good old friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. I feel good. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel good. You do you, Petey. You do you. Um, we're so excited about our partner, Gila River Resorts and Casinos, and we're even more excited about their million-dollar Big Red Showdown, um, which is really, really cool. You can sign up for that um, and stay in the game and get rewards, play fun, free games online for a chance to win a million dollars in catch. You can also play weekly pickums and win up to $1,000 of free bonus play every week. Um, there's also monthly drawings. So just check it out. You can visit HealaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. And for more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to play at Gila.com. Petey. Yes. One aspect of tonight we haven't talked about. Um, we had another themed night tonight. You know, we had Pride Night yes. last week with the, the specialty Pride jerseys. And tonight... It was uh, Noche con los Yotes. How'd I do, Danielle? 
as the resident PHNX that Mexican. Was, that was great. That I appreciate great, you Leo. lying through your teeth for me. I, I want to hear Danielle say it. <laughs> See, I don't know how did. you would say. I guess it would los be no, noche, noche de los Yotes. Oh, Yotes, maybe? Okay. I don't know, but the jerseys were fire. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the jerseys were fire. The jerseys were fire. So we have a photo if we can take a look at these freaking jerseys. Um, and I'm sure we should have found out who designed them. Did you find out who designed yes, them? Yes, it was or? one of the Coyotes graphic designers. Wow. Yeah, so That's these really jerseys, cool. if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on audio, you can go on Arizona Coyotes Twitter, and I'm sure it's on their Instagram as well. Um, they had a bunch of walk-in photos, but just a really unique, cool logo. And then I think we have the back of them as well. Um, really really love the, the script on these. Um, super unique. So I've been loving seeing the designs on these. I still feel sad that we don't get to see them in action and warmups, but um, something still you can bid on and with proceeds going to charity as well. So really, really cool. What did you think of them? I thought they were really cool. And it just brought again, the the, the utter disappointment I have that we don't get to see all these jerseys and warmups. I just, I just sorry, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. So I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know, but they were really cool. And um, those may be one of my favorites all time. That's how cool I think they are. I really like that design. Yeah, me too. Um, I really, really do. PD, were there any other things from this game specifically that we didn't touch on that you want to make sure we talked about before we uh, move on to our final few things yeah they're gonna have to be better on saturday um the winnipeg jets team is better like kyle connor mark shifley these guys will if they turn the puck over like this in the neutral zone between the two blue lines like they did tonight against the montreal canadians they're gonna be in trouble they have to manage the puck better i thought this was a very sloppy game at, at moments and they're gonna have to be sharper as the season goes on but again they got the two points. So that's what's most important. And they're learning to grow as a group together and win in different ways. So I think it's another step in the right direction. And I was so thrilled to see that top line back on the score sheet. And Keller and Schmaltz were, were absolutely fantastic together uh, offensively today. So let's let's hope that continues. And I think now that the 10 games are over, maybe on Saturday we can take a look at Clayton Keller um, after 11 games this year versus last year. So let's put that on our, our list of things to do Saturday because he got hot again so let's put that on our post game to see if he's keeping up pace with record-breaking season yeah i would love to see that as well so we will uh we'll take a look at that on saturday and let's take a look at the rest of the upcoming schedule which i think is drilled in our minds at this point we got winnipeg saturday at one seattle's coming to town and then the uh, st louis blues on the road next thursday the coyotes beat st louis six to two earlier this year so a couple more winnable games i think saturday is probably going to be the biggest challenge although the coyotes are ahead of the jets in the central as we just found out pd um so it'll be an interesting challenge and again i think a matinee is is tough but at least they're going to a matinee off of a home game versus an away game like they did last time well, I know Craig said that Seattle started off slow. They've won two in a row, so that game on Tuesday is a concern too because Seattle is a team that, that is so aggressive, shift after shift after shift, shift. They wear you down, especially after their forecheck. So that's, that one is another tough one. I think Winnipeg, 
Hellebuck, I always talk about Connor Hellebuck's one of the best goalies in the league, and he just hasn't found his groove yet. His goals against are over three. His save percentage is under 900. Um, he he hasn't been what he's been in the past. Let's hope he doesn't figure it out on Saturday. Let's hope he has another couple of games where he's still struggling to get through. And, and you know what? I, I want to see Barrett Hayton get on the score sheet Saturday. That That's what I really would. I'm going to get there live for a couple of periods, and I want to see Barrett Hayton get on the score sheet so we can talk stop talking about Barrett Hayton not being on the score sheet. Yeah, for sure, because that that one is kind of the last like major thing that it feels like is hanging over all of us. Yeah. Um, you know, Kraus has had success. Cooley finally got his goal. Um, you know, you're seeing other guys step in. The goalies have been really solid. So once he scores, once he even even gets an assist at this point, like we just we just need to see it because it's kind of the the cloud that is hanging over everything right now. But I know that we feel and a lot of the people in our chat and our community feel that he's so close and he's still contributing stuff off the ice. It's just, or sorry, on the ice, just in other ways, but you just, you just want him to have a full season. Like we saw how he leveled up in the second half, um, last season, but you want to see that start from, from the get go. Yeah, I agree. And and he's going to, I I really believe he's going to, it's not like he's, he's costing this team points and he's, he's turning pucks over to to the point where they're, you know, he's a, he's a minus four every night. So it's going to get there. It's going to come in. We got to get him. We got to call, um, we got to call PR and get him on walking and talking. We and blatantly asked nine. We I, he blatantly asked nine. is talking about the keys. We we'd started the, the, the PD's pre-scout and it just, some days we just can't fit it in. So we've got 72 games to go. We'll get it in more than we don't. How's that? Yep. Uh, I like this from Jimmy. You're either hot or you're due. And Barrett Hayton is due. <laughs> he is, buddy. He is due. <laughs> oh, he my goodness. Um, well, Petey, this was a home win. Oh, goodness me. Do you know and what that means? Know, and you know what that means, Petey. I think it's time See, to visit. I know what it means. And I don't know if the chat knows what it means yet, because I don't know if they're into this rhythm of what happens after home wins. I know. Okay. It's it's from our new friend. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's hear from them. I'm Leah Merrill with PHNX. The Coyotes win another home game. It's time for some mullet magic. It's a time for some magic. Look at the scarf, green and yellow. And then we wave our hands and say the magic words. Abramicelli. And it's now blue and red. How did we do it? Mullet magic. Join the PHNX postgame show after every Coyotes game and see the mullet magician after every Coyotes home win. I'm Leah, and this is PHNX. I, I, I'm we just may never amazed. find out who he who is. is. Who is that guy? <laughs> I don't know. The mask hides it so well. And I do want to say, I, I don't know if, if America's Got Talent is recruiting for the next season of shows, but we need to find <laughs> out who this young man is. And he needs to be on the show. That's fa- I couldn't even tell how he did it. That was amazing. Abercrombie Amazing illusionist. <laughs> and, he, and he's right there in our set. Abercrombie There's a couple. So now, if they win Saturday, now we can be. We're starting to whet the appetite and get people anticipating another phenomenal magic trick. Caleb said, I hate that I'm laughing. <laughs> you got him. You got him. I'm so sorry about the ads, you guys. It's a YouTube thing. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Wait, wait. Uh, See, we don't get the ads. Are people getting ads during the show? Yes. Like a live show? Yeah, Ooh. it's a YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. As in, I, I well, can't help the, it. 
The good thing is you can rewind and we'll tweet it um, on our Twitter tomorrow at PHNX underscore Coyotes. So look out for it there. And th- yeah, like for me, we, you know, you want to see the Coyotes win at home, obviously, but I especially want to see them win at home because of the Mullet Magician. And uh, we were, we're in for a treat this season with Mullet Magician in the bank. So um, we talked about the the 10 game mark, but we like to measure our season in nines. So let's take a look <laughs> at the punch card because we started. I think you did that just to row. piss us off at the end of the year. I we still haven't talked to Sean DePaz. He's so busy with his new important national show. By the way, for those, can we shout out the, the yeah, national show right now? Of course. Doing that? Oh wait, it's the number two podcast in hockey the United States of America in hockey. hockey. Yeah, number two behind Crazy. the spit and chicklets. Yep. Ahead of a lot of other popular podcasts that you've heard of, they're not number two. Look at that. Out of go all city. Out of go Sean DePaz. Um, yeah, it's it, it, the pattern now. That first row, I, I like where we're going. I know so we're almost I, matching so far. Yeah, we don't want to lose the next two though, so we need no. some wins. Yeah, um, we need to connect four. Where's Charles? He's well, yesterday we called upon Charles. So Charles did reply to the tweet last night um, and said, okay. next line of the punch card is going to be some critical info. Number one, gives us something to compare to the nine-point performance of 9-1. And number two, line two finishes on um, the November 20th versus LA, putting us near that all-important mark of U.S. Thanksgiving. So we can kind of track line two of the punch card wow. as the, the cutoff, the American Thanksgiving. Love it. I can't believe it. I, I I thought that there may be a point in the season where they were above the playoff line. I really did. I did not think ten games in they'd be third in the central. There's no chance. And and hey, there is Edmonton Oilers have two wins, and we kept saying that was a very strong playoff team. Minnesota's at three and five. That's a really good hockey team. Um, so I I know there's a long, long, long way to go here. But for this group at PHNX to be talking about playoffs. And the Coyotes in the same breath is uh, it's absolutely astonishing. From where you and I have been over the last two seasons, Leah, this is just well. I, I don't care if it is game ten. I'm going to take it, and we're going to put it in the win column that we get to talk playoffs any time in the year is a win. This, we're not this spinning is, the wheel. This was the wheel of fantasy that we spun two years ago. Like it was this moment. It, it was this. And this you was know, it. This, and you know what, what else, Petey? The Phoenix Suns lost tonight, and the Arizona Coyotes won. And the world is upside what down. What world That's do we awesome. live in? The D-backs were just in the World Series. We can forget about yeah, that. Yeah, D-backs were in the World Series. The Suns are losing. No, but that's okay. They were in the World Series. Yeah, it was that awesome. team had a when we when we started this, Derek handed off the loser torch to us. He yes, did. I found the the photo was on my like, like memories it. the other day. It was the tank season. A, yes, torch, and he knew how to do it. He knew how to get through it. He said, "Here's how you do it." Because we lost 100 games, and they were in the World Series. So, we, buddy, yep, the offs. The offs. Just never say never. Never say never. Never say One. never. Eighth of the way through the season, and they're in third. One eighth of the way, and they're in third. My goodness. Well, after 10 games, the Coyotes are 5 4 and 1. They're 3 and 1 at home. They have a plus seven goal differential. Um, the vibes are good right now, heading into Saturday's game against the Winnipeg Jets. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about the fact that Barrett Hayton is due. If that's something you want to bet on, you can bet on anytime goal scorer, anytime point. You can bet on shots. Um, those are all things you can do. 
over at DraftKings um, and check it out. You can the Coyotes, they're hot at home. If you want to see them a little magician, maybe do a little money line action over at DraftKings. Um, but whatever you do, you can bet action on the ice with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app today and use code PHNX. New customers can get $200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code PHNX only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort Kansas, licensee partner Golden Lake, Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, Moyden, Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and Responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright of the NHL 2023. All rights reserved. I thought that was pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Wow. That was aggressive. Oh, can I, I, can I go were... to smoke? What? No, I don't have to go smoke. Can I? Did you see Jeff Smoke Adams' comment? Anyone else think Ron Livingston should play Craig when they make the movie of his life? I don't know who that is. You do. Have you seen the movie Office Space? He's mm-hmm. the guy. You <laughs> have you, Daniel? I literally, I literally thought about I haven't, but I know exactly who you're talking about. It's the Leah, meme you've that's never like, seen yeah, if I like, it's the you would recognize the meme. Like yeah. that would be great. Okay, meme. I googled Ryan Livingston and I know who it is, and I do think that's a great casting choice for Craig. Yeah, yeah, well, especially with yeah. his hair day he was having tonight. <sighs> I'm literally speechless. I haven't watched Office Space. So this is, and I, I'm not even kidding. You are not allowed back in the show on Monday. They give you, you have the entire weekend to watch Office Space because you work in an office and it is so applicable to working in an office. You will get your angst out watching the movie. Altex, even Altex has seen it. Altex is so much younger than me. <laughs> I know, he's four, just turned 14 in his, in his Lear jet that he's jetting across the country selling Bitcoin and he's seen it. And you haven't seen it. Anyway, okay, I'll yeah, watch yeah, but, Office Space. I promise. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm not kidding. It's it's a classic. You need to see it. There's so many lines for it. And it you will I absolutely enjoy it because you'll look at your office life and you'll go, oh, yeah, that happens in our office. That happens in our office. Okay. Mullet magician can play Lawrence. <laughs> I don't know who Lawrence is. Oh, my God. There is a thread in Discord, by the way, of movies I need to watch. So someone can yes. go in and add that. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> when I watch it, I will take out a Four Peaks beer. I put up my feet and enjoy. I think that's the best I'm way. Gonna... I'm really on the pumpkin Wait. porter right now just because Halloween's over. doesn't mean pumpkin's over. I think we're in full pumpkin season right now. Um, so check it out. They, it, great taste of nutmeg, allspice, and toasted pie crust in there. Oh, it's just so good. Just the season. Bring some pumpkin porter to your Thanksgiving dinner. And since Craig's not here, we can say it's a safe space. I love Thanksgiving dinner, so we don't need Craig shitting on it whenever I bring up Thanksgiving. Um, but if you, visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Why are you so cheerful? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, okay. The Suns crew is handling a loss earlier in the season well. You need more flair, Leah. They're not used to losing early in the season like we are. 
No, I know. We're used to it. We so remember that, Leah. Joel just said you need more flair. And you once you watch a movie, you'll know what that means. Jennifer Aniston's the movie. How do you not watch it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm over it. I've moved on. Jumping to conclusions. See, everybody, everybody in the chat is throwing is throwing office space references. Altex said he's 23, now. so I know I keep saying he's 14. I'm sorry, Altex. Don't it's just, it's Petey's jumping, bit with you, so. <laughs> the, the jumping the jumping to conclusions, Matt. It's a game. Okay, I promise I'll watch. I'll promise I'll watch. I'll come with a full review on Monday. I will. I will. Okay. Okay. Please. Um, okay. Well, I know. Moving on. I know Craig talked about his uh, post-game sound. We'll have that up on our Twitter at phnx underscore coyotes. A little supplemental content as well. And speaking of supplemental content, Petey did an unbelievable breakdown of Logan Cooley's first NHL goal. Um, that's up on our YouTube channel right now and our Twitter as well. I think we take for granted a lot that Petey was a freaking NHL video coach for 23 years and has the the vision for this and the uh the video breakdown abilities so you can check that out right now on the phnx sports youtube channel when you're done here it's just a, a four minute video breaking down the goal so really cool stuff pd thanks leah i appreciate it and i just i just want i am trying to teach people the game because you have to watch it a little bit differently and and you have to notice things away from the puck too so it was a really amazing goal he did a great job but a lot of other people did some great things too absolutely well that's another reason to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel because we have tons. I see all the references in the chat, okay? Know. Know. You're right. We're going to have to have you come in on Saturday. Um, I am coming in on Saturday. I know that was a line, but um, anyway. Yeah, the chat means nothing to either of us right no, now. No, Danielle and I are just like smiling and nodding. Um, anywho. Um, I believe, I believe <laughs> anywho, that's my Anywho, we'll wrap this up. Um, subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We're going to be off tomorrow, but possibly some content coming if you were at FanFest. Tomorrow? You, you were at FanFest. Fan Fest. There may be some content. I was at FanFest. I was at FanFest. Um, just a, a pre-warning. It was all filmed by PD. So any complaints you can direct yeah. toward him. <laughs> yeah, we did not bring a professional photographer along to do the camera work. I'm fine. No. Sorry. No. Um, but we will be back Saturday for our post-game show and afternoon ones. So you know, PD and Craig will be uh, up and at him um, for that post-game show. Um, and you can follow all of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill at Abraka Danielle and follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes i think we are just about 66 followers away from 6,000. so i would love to get there before next week if you can share our twitter with your friends with your family with the coyotes fans in your life if you're the in australia and people are trying to get into hockey share our account um let's hit 6,000 by the end of the weekend i would really love to see that so Spread the word, everybody. Thank you all so much. Be sure to hit the like button on this video. We sincerely appreciate it. And if you're listening on audio, go ahead and hit that five stars for us. It uh, gives us a little bump and makes us feel good. Um, everybody, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Enjoy your Friday. And we will see you all on Saturday.